Good morning and welcome to day four of morning prayer with St. Cuthbert. Let us pray. God of time, God of space, fill this moment with your grace. God of motion, God of peace, from each sin give release. God of quiet, God of might, keep us ever in your sight. Amen. Our psalm this morning is Psalm 28. To you I call, O Lord, my rock. Be not deaf to my cry. Lest if you do not hear me, I become like those who go down to the pit. Hear the voice of my prayer when I cry out to you. When I lift up my hands to your holy of holies. Do not snatch me away with the wicked, with the evildoers. Who speak peaceably with their neighbours while malice is in their hearts. Repay them according to their deeds and according to the wickedness of their devices. Reward them according to the work of their hands, and pay them their just deserts. They take no heed of the Lord's doings, nor of the work of his hands. Therefore shall he break them down and not build them up. Blessed be the Lord, for he has heard the voice of my prayer. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart has trusted in him, and I am helped. Therefore my heart dances for joy. And in my song will I praise him. The Lord is the strength of his people. A safe refuge for his anointed. Save your people and bless your inheritance. Shepherd them and carry them forever. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. Hear us, O Shepherd of your people. Forgive us our sins, and in a world of pretenses, make us true in heart and mind, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. A Gospel reading from Luke, chapter 2, beginning at verse 41. Now his parents went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover, and when he was twelve years old they went up according to custom. 
And when the feast was ended, as they were returning, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. His parents did not know it, but supposing him to be in the group, they went a day's journey, but then they began to search for him among their relatives and acquaintances. And when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem searching for him. After three days, they found him in the temple, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard him were amazed at his understanding and his answers. And when his parents saw him, they were astonished. And his mother said to him, Son, why have you treated us so? Behold, your father and I have been searching for you in great distress. And he said to them, Why were you looking for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? And they did not understand the saying that he spoke to them. And he went down with them and came to Nazareth, and was submissive to them. And his mother treasured up all these things in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and in stature and in favour with God and man. In the fifteenth year of Tiberius Caesar, Pontius Pilate being governor of Judea and Herod being tetrarch of Galilee, and his brother Philip tetrarch of the region of Ituria and Trachonitis, and Lysanias tetrarch of Abilene, during the high priesthood of Annas and Caiaphas, the word of the Lord came to John the son of Zechariah in the wilderness. And he went into all the regions surrounding the Jordan, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. As it is written in the book of the words of Isaiah the prophet, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Every valley shall be filled, every mountain and hill shall be made low, and the crooked shall become straight, and the rough places shall become level ways, and all flesh shall see the salvation of God. He said, therefore, to the crowds that came out to be baptised by him, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath that is to come? Bear fruit in keeping with repentance, and do not begin to say to yourselves, we have Abraham as our father. For I tell you, God is able even from these stones to raise up children for Abraham. Even now the axe is laid to the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. And the crowds asked him, Well, what then shall we do? And he answered them, Whoever has two tunics is to share with him who has none. Whoever has food is to do likewise. Tax collectors also came to be baptised, and said to him, Teacher, what shall we do? And he said to them, Collect no more than you are authorised to do. Soldiers also asked him, And we, what shall we do? And he said to them, Do not extort money from anyone by threats 
or by false accusations, and be content with your wages. And the people were filled with expectation, and all were questioning in their hearts concerning John whether he might be the Christ. John answered them all, saying, I baptize you with water, but he who is mightier than I is coming, the straps of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand to clear his threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his barn, but the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. So, with many other exhortations, he preached good news to the people. But Herod the Tetrarch, who had been reproved by him for Herodias, his brother's wife, and for all the evil things that Herod had done, added this to them all, that he locked up John in prison. Now when all the people were baptised, and when Jesus also had been baptised, and was praying, the heavens were opened, and the Holy Spirit descended on him in bodily form, like a dove, and a voice from heaven came, You are my beloved Son, with you I am well pleased. Here ends the Gospel reading. O spring in the desert, O shelter from the heat, O light in the darkness, O guide for our feet, O joy in our sadness, O support for the weak, O Lord, with us always, your presence we seek. Amen. Chapter 4 of Bede's Life of Cuthbert When Christ, by whose grace the lives of the faithful are directed and guided, decided to call his servant to a higher and harder way of life, to earn a greater and more glorious reward, Cuthbert at the time happened to be looking after a flock of sheep committed to his charge away up in the hills. One night, when his companions had gone to sleep and he was keeping watch and praying as usual, he suddenly saw light streaming from the skies, breaking the long night's darkness, and the choirs of the heavenly host coming down to earth. They quickly took into their ranks a human soul, marvellously bright, and returned to their home above. The youth was moved by this vision to give himself to the spiritual discipline in order to gain eternal happiness with the mighty men of God. There and then he set about thanking God and exhorting his companions in a brotherly way to praise him. What wretches we are, given up to sleep and sloth, that we never see the glory of those who watch with Christ unceasingly. After so short a vigil, what marvels have I seen? The gate of heaven opened, and a band of angels led in 
the spirit of some holy man. While we are still in the deepest darkness, he has the happiness of looking forever on the halls of heaven and their king. I think he must have been some holy bishop, or a layman of great distinction since he was led up with such splendour and light by retinues of angels. In this way, Cuthbert fired the hearts of the shepherds with love and honour of God. Next day, he was told that Aidan, Bishop of Lindisfarne, a man of outstanding holiness, had passed into the kingdom of heaven at the time of his vision. He delivered the sheep back to their owners and decided to enter a monastery. We come now to our intercessions. Let us pray for the world, our communities, our families, and those dear to us. This is a prayer of St Anselm, 12th century Archbishop of Canterbury. We bring before thee, O Lord, the troubles and perils of people and nations. the sighing of prisoners and captives, the sorrows of the bereaved, the necessities of strangers, the helplessness of the weak, the despondency of the weary, the failing power of the aged. O Lord, draw near to each, for the sake of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. A morning collect. Eternal God, who knows neither morning nor evening, yet wraps us in love both night and day, Lift the curtain from the world and the veil from our hearts. Rise with the morning sun upon our souls and enliven our work and prayer. May we walk this day in the steps of your Son, who lived on earth and who always worked in harmony with your will. Amen. And we pray as our Saviour taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth. As it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us 
and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. And finally a prayer for ourselves. This is a prayer of John Scotus Erigena, ninth century scholar, Irish. Almighty God, who art the essence of all things, beyond time and space, and yet within them, manifest thyself unto us, who feel after thee, seeking thy light amidst the shadows of ignorance. Recall us from our errors, and reach forth thine right hand to help us, who without thee cannot come to thee. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.